Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, welcome back to the Ollie Skelton Show that everybody rates, the Tosser Podcast. No guests this week, but I was joined by producer Lloyd. What a fella. We chat about the Logies, all the beef that's cracking on at the moment. And is that bear at the zoo in China real? Pretty fake if you ask me. Anyway, we crack on. Tosser Podcast, episode nine. Here we go. Welcome back to you, the viewer. Uh, You're listening, watching the Ollie Skelton show that everybody rates the acronym for that is Tossa. This is the Tossa podcast and we're doing a solo episode today. So if you've gotten here, you're a true fan and I appreciate that. But we obviously need someone to bounce off. We need someone that is just a character, not a guest. Okay. This isn't the guest, unfortunately. We don't have a guest, but Lloyd is here. <laughs> Lloyd is here. He's like, I'm trying. He's, he's here. To fill the boots. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So Lloyd, one thing that we do on the show is called the hottie hotline. And what the hottie hotline means is that people come in and they ask us questions. They ask us questions. So I put out a little ask me anything today. Lloydie has, has the people. So if you give, give them a little introduction and then play it co- close to the mic. Just say their first name if you don't mind, Lloydie. Okay. This is Sarah. And where's Sarah from? Sarah is from, I don't know. She, I think the Navy. I think she works in the Navy. She's got a dog. So uh... They're just Instagram things. And I love that I said that to him. And he actually tried to figure out where they were from. That's close enough, the Navy. I guess probably doesn't have them. All right, first one. Hello, Tossa Podcast. Now, I just saw the Ask Me Anything. What I'd like to know is that if maths were doing like a bit of an experiment, if they were trialing a thruple, would you be part of it? Would you experiment with that during the experiment? Something that I've would I I don't understand. I don't understand threesomes. I don't understand. And then I don't understand. What is it called? Polyamorous relationships. My reason as to why I don't get it. Every like you never are like I like this person in, um and this person the exact same amount. It's it could never be like that, right? It's always like well I like this person more. I'm not sure if the fragility of my ego could take being second fiddle you know essentially you're being left out third wheeling so who do you think would make a great thruple from last year's season oh okay great great question that was also from sarah i, I was giving all the kudos to you then i thought yeah, you were doing no, a no, no. i don't on. want to take sarah's thunder okay i like that i would say uh who would have made a great thruple i reckon 
I think Cam, Hugo, and Lindell. Because... Cam and Lindell didn't work out. Right. But I think Cam is a very lovable dude. Lovable dude. But, he, uh, you know, he's from the outback. He doesn't like... You know, he's not... He's not getting in the fields. It's new to him. He's 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 country larrikin, right? Mm. It's not really encouraged, right? And 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 doesn't like to get into the fields. And then you've got Hugo, aware of his emotions. And I think that means Lindell would have got the best of both worlds from each partner. Okay, I like it. I like it. I, like, I can see where you come from. I can see where you come from. I Boom. Think, I think that's pretty good, actually. Great question, Sarah. Thank you. Um, who else we got? So our next one is from Casey. What up, Casey? Um, she's lost her voice. Yeah, uh, Louis, you don't have to. Can you, you just click oh, on the voice oh, sorry, message, sorry. my D. Sorry, sorry. Hey, Ollie. I am super curious to know if Louis Capaldi also follows anyone from your season of maths. I've just recently noticed he follows Harrison Boone and I'm now curious to know if he's a big Matt fan or if he's just tuned in for this season or what's the story? Lewis Capaldi is followed by 7 million people in the world. 7 million people. He follows 700 people. He follows Harrison Boone. Now, I got, obviously, I vet these. Obviously, I, I look them up before the people call in. I said, what the fuck? So I messaged the Boonster. And let me read these out. I messaged the Boonster. And I say, as if you got Lewis Capaldi following you. He said, bro, he keeps calling me. And then he showed me a screenshot of Lewis Capaldi out of Bucks. And they've got a cardboard cutout of the Boonster. At this Bucks party that Lewis Capaldi's at. Correct. Harry, Booney, Harrison, whatever you like to call him, says, ha, 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 throw darts at it. Lewis Capaldi says, no, it will stay protected. What in the world? That is the strangest combination I've ever heard in my life, I think. Dude, I love it. I love it. And I think for Harrison... That should make it all worthwhile. The whole thing, you got Lewis Capaldi, dude. The king of memes. Boonster fan. So do you know what his obsession is with Harrison? I didn't even know the dude watched maths. So you have no clue why he's just picked Harrison. 700 people in the world Lewis Capaldi follows. It's not even that. He's calling him as well. Calling him. And, and this is from yesterday, their conversation. Let's, let's get some other names of who Lewis Capaldi follows. Theo Vaughn. George Ezra, Jack Harlow, very successful people. Would you put Harrison in the same category as them? Well, clearly they are in, a, there's a Venn diagram of, there's a one degree of separation where Lewis Capaldi loves Miley Cyrus and loves Harrison Boone. And you know what, Harry, you should be leveraging that, my guy. Hey, Random Australian single mother of two living in Brunswick. Is that a place? I think so. Yeah. May hate Harrison Boone. Lewis Capaldi does not. Food for thought there. Food for thought. Seems far from it. Is that not the craziest thing? That is so rare. That is so rare. I, I don't know how. To be fair, that per person's done some pretty good uh, investigating work to find that one out. I loved 
I loved it. I loved it. Um, what else you got? Okay, next one is from Lani. She says it's saucy. Hello, Ollie. Big fan. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your podcast. I would love to know your opinion on the Mel versus Claire drama at the moment going on. I have heard that there was a divide between the girls in the maths experiment, but that was never portrayed. Um, so I would love to hear a bit more about what it was actually like on the experiment and if all the girls got along or if there was a divide. Yeah, it would be great to hear what you have to say about that. Thank you so much. That's juicy. It is juicy. Um, personally, I think I, can, I think I can only speak to this from my experience, right? And, and my experience comes in not being involved in the girl drama, you know, two different sexes had their own inner politics, I would say. From the aspect, I can only speak to what happened to, what happened to Tani, what happened to Tani throughout the, throughout the experiment. And I would say that there was a lot of times that Tani felt ostracized um, from the group and something that, and you know, you can't speak to all relationships with girl groups, but I think at times there can be a, a uh, like somewhat of a pattern of behavior where it's all done in very shadow play. It's like, it's there's nothing overt in the isolation of someone and i think that can actually be the worst form of isolation when you don't know where you stand with a person and you don't know the reason as to why you don't um stand in a, in a good position with them i think the the it continues to change the team lineups in who is off who and so when it comes to the claire and and melinda drama it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that there is isolation felt on a certain side. Um, and the reason why it doesn't surprise me is because I've seen it firsthand with my, my partner. But I'll tell you one thing that I hate the most, right? When somebody is nothing but nice to your face and then their actions, who they give time of day to, what they do, like little stuff, Inauthenticity shits me the most. Oh, Two-Face. Two-Face shits me the most. Trying to play both sides shits me the most. And and it's like I feel like as a partner, I'm like I get very defensive about somebody, um, I would say, taking advantage of my partner. It's kind of all, always been that way, even with like my immediate family. Like when I think somebody is being like taken for a run, that – that shits me the most. It's all well and good if you don't like someone to say, I don't like you. And then you know where you stand with that person. But for you to make it seem like everything's okay. And then through the grapevine, all this stuff gets back, back to them. That's, that's what shits me the most. So, so there's. Would you say that was regular on the show? I'd say it's regular in the aftermath of the show. But um, disingenuous, inauthenticity. Uh, in terms of people treat certain people. And I'll say this, if you think I'm talking about you, I'm talking about you. Alrighty. <laughs> Shall we go on to our last uh, question? I'm team Melinda as well, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, that was kind of roundabout, but. Alrighty, next question. This is Ella. She with a squid on the end. 
Uh, and my question for you, Ask Me Anything, is if you didn't get on Married at First Sight, where do you think you would be now? Wow. What would you be doing with your day-to-day life? Great question. And I will say this, Ella is um, the Tosser Podcast number one fan. I've bestowed that upon her. Is she a patron? She is a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Tosser Podcast. A lot of great content there, by the way. Um, that's the narcissist in me there, just toot my own horn. But her question, uh, what would I be doing? For everybody that doesn't know, I am a voiceover artist, but um, I w- it was making about 40% of my income. Um, my other 60%, I was slinging ads. I always had a dream about working from Bali and doing ads there. Cheap rent. See it on social media a lot. Actually. Yeah, cheap rent and then having a good little villa and my own pool. Somebody to clean my mess up because God knows that's an issue for me. That's where I think I would have been. I would have been um, doing voiceovers in Bali. That's what I think. That's where I was working to. In relation to voiceovers, can you delve into that more specifically for people not knowing exactly what? So there's a couple of really popular ads um, that are only for the WA audience. So number one is I used to do the Murdoch University ad. So that's one of the big four or five unis in Perth. Can I ask, how much do you get paid to do this? The Murdoch one probably worked about 10 hours for it and I got paid, I reckon, probably about 17. Wow. So the Murdoch one went a little something like this. Think all science degrees are the same. Think again. Just ask Alex. She's studying marine science at Murdoch University. Her thinking led her to the bottom of the ocean to find ways to protect our habitats. Thank you, thank you. Do you want to, oh, can I tell you a funny one, all right? I might get in trouble for this. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, last year they did a world tour, uh, they did an Australia tour. Do you remember this? I did, I actually went. You went? I went. Featuring Post Malone. Post Malone. Yep, I, was I did that ad. Oh, really? Red Hot Chili Peppers, featuring Post Malone. Wow, jeez. So funny story about that one, right? I got paid a grant to do it and I had to get it to them the morning, like the 6 a.m. in the morning. And I was drunk. I was drunk the night before. I was absolutely ripped. I won an 11 leg multi. And you knew you had to produce this. I knew it was going to take me five minutes. Right. So. Yeah, but did you know who your client was? Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I get in the booth. It's like 12.10 in the morning and I'm absolutely ripped. And I go like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers coming to Australia. August 2022. Only I can hear in my voice the like the drag of like some of the words. Right. The slur. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they ask for um, they say, Oh, could you just redo um Australia? It seems like you fall over the line a little bit. And that one got played for months and I would always hear it. Even when I was on the show, I heard it. So did you regret doing it drunk? If anything, my inhibitions were a little bit lowered. Sorry, Red Hot Chili Peppers. But I said, look, it's probably on brand. They're party boys, no? And Post Malone. So there you go. So we went to the Logies um, over the weekend. Um, Very weird experience because you don't feel like you belong at the Logies, do you? We didn't even watch it from the auditorium. We had to go to a separate viewing room. Oh, that's a bit degrading, isn't it? So degrading. And when you got Sam Peng... Freaking absolutely 
deconstructing you. Roast. Roast. He's like, and to all the maths people at table 50, this will be your last ever Logies. That's quite funny. We weren't even at table 50. We weren't allowed to be there. So so where where were you taken to? Some bloody like little fish joint. It was beautiful. It was fine. But I was watching it on the television. Oh, so you might as well have just stayed home. Might as well have just stayed home. But, you know, you walk down the red carpet. It's just so weird. So, it, who, so who are the names that you were rubbing shoulders with on the red carpet? Dude, as I'm turning to begin my walk down the red carpet. So lame to say. But who do I see? Lloyd. BT. Who else is there? Eddie Betts. Yeah, it was so weird. And then you get asked it. People are asking me for interviews. How many interviews did you ask for? Maybe six. In what authority do I have to do an interview on the Logies? No, it was weird. You feel really out of place. It feels very abnormal. And I was trying the whole time, right? I was trying to think, just soak it in, bro. Just soak it in because it's never going to happen again. You got Dr. Dr. Chris Brown. I love that he puts doctor in front because he's like, I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> Julia Morris. Now, one thing that we were invited to was the after party. I was like pushing past the curtain and looking in. It's exactly what you think it would be. All right. So give us some names that were like really just rowdy people. Who was a bit rowdy? Eddie Betts was a bit rowdy. Eddie Maguire stayed late. At one point, I'm dancing in between Grant Denyer and G Flip, the singer. Come on, G Flip. I don't know who G Flip is. Drama singer chick. No, I know Grant Denyer. Of course. He's tiny, isn't he? What's that got to do with anything? No, just... But surprisingly enough, he was at the front of the dance floor, which you would expect a man of that stature to be. Yeah, yeah. G Flip in the middle. Mel McLaughlin off to the side. She's having a boogie. Eddie Maguire's not boogieing, he's watching. It, that, that's pretty much true to form, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Um, Did you see a fellow guest on the podcast, Matt, at the Logies? I saw Matt. I saw Matt. And I felt bad for Matt because I think he was like, you know, Matt's a part of the fraternity. Matt's a part of the, fr- the, the Logies fraternity. Yeah, yeah. He won a Logie that night. Home and Away did. I think they won two. Wow. I mean, Amy Shark won, won Best New Talent for Australian Idol. You know how many people watch Australian Idol? My mum, about it. You know how many people watch Australian Idol? One billion ten years ago. So Amy Shark to win that. Controversial, is that no, what you're saying? No, very controversial. Okay. And then Flex Mammy, man. You know Flex Mammy? I reckon if you show me a photo, I reckon I'd probably know. Educate yourself. Queen of pop oh. culture. So she should have won. A hundred percent. Did you tell her that? I actually did. I commented on her thing before she oh, before it was announced. I said, if not you, who? <laughs> and I'll say this, right? I also want to break down Flex Mammy and how she, how she reacted to losing. How do people usually re- react when they don't win uh, something? They got the camera on their face. How they Yeah, react. it's like a pity clap with a... Pity clap. The... And I hate watching that because you can see their eye twitch for a second... Of how fucking annoyed they are. <laughs> you know what Flex does? She goes. Oh, but see, that's that, like that's a great reaction. I love That's it. what you want to see on TV. I loved it because people being fake. Exactly, exactly. So shout out to Flex, ma- Mammy, Mommy, 
She a real one. And she is like a mother. I want to say this. One, when I f- Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. First met her was at Splendor in the Grass when we were, um, we were doing something for Splendor. I was a little bit stressed. And I don't know if she just read my energy, but she starts doing these backstrokes to me. How you going, baby? Starts doing these backstrokes. Like just, you know, like how your auntie yeah, does yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, you see yeah. her. And, and, and I was zenned out. For the next fucking 40 minutes. How old is... Flex Mammy? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. But she deserved to win most popular new talent. Amy Shark, you even know, dog. You even know. Um, whatever. She's coming through. Well, I wish you all the best. Um, I'll tell you who I did, I tell you who I did see. Anthony the Blue Wiggle. That's pretty cool. Not many people can say that they've... Uh... And he was on the squirt. Um... What is the squirt? You know, the booze. Okay. Um, you don't get that? Is that that's, that's not an East Coast thing? No, definitely not. <laughs> the squirt. No. So we have a great chat, me and Anthony the Blue Wiggle. And at the end of the chat, I say to him, I give him a hug. He oh. gives me a nice embrace. And I whisper in his ear, thanks for everything. That is so weird. That is so weird. He's probably creeped out completely by you now. God. No good. No, no, that is, oh, that's slightly concerning. But in my mind, I was like, <laughs> you cannot be going around the 56 year old dude saying that. That's it. No, but look, he, he had a profound impact on my life. I'm sure he had somewhat of an yeah, impact on yours. Yeah. You're 23, but I'm sure you caught the end of their era. Yeah, yeah. So I said, um, I said, thanks for everything. And it felt weird. <laughs> New segment, News with Lloyd. Ollie, we're going to be staying with some relevant news this week. Um, Different news stories that I'm sure some people around the grounds already know about. Okay. But obviously, you've had a big week trying to focus on your... Um, after party, trying to stay relevant at the Logies. So I like that. I like clearly, that little drive-by in between there. You clearly didn't. But uh, okay, so our first story, right? In the UK, so someone has broken into an 87-year-old woman's house, okay? At like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. He's then decided to take off his trousers right. and go up to this grandma. Okay. Okay. And he has a knife with him, right? So he's got a knife. He's broken into the house. Okay. 
Well, she's obviously trying to defend herself. Right. And then she's ended up getting sta- uh, cut cut up on around her face and on her on her chin and stuff. What the fuck is this new? But but so this is this is where it takes a turn. Okay, this is really weird. Okay. Okay. So so obviously, what you'd think next? What what do you think would happen next? Dude gets arrested. Well, he'd try and steal something, right? He's already just sliced up grandma. Well, some people are just doing that for the thrill. So he ends up telling her that he feels awfully hungry. And then she goes down to the pantry, gives him peanut crackers, tangerines, and protein drinks. And then says, okay, you're on your way. And then he leaves his shoes and knife there, walks down the street, gets arrested by the police dogs. What? So how, like, how, how bad was she cut? Oh, well, it just says, like, she, like, a few cuts around her face and, like, on right. her chin or something. Right. This sounds, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a first crime. It sounds like the first time he's done this crime. The trousers have to come off, though. Oh, he took the trousers off? He took his pants off. Before. And then, before, and then he went up to the grandma with a knife. Oh, my God. See, the problem is, right, this, this is what this sounds like, right? It sounds like one of those first crimes that people do. And then, so he was like, I don't know what I'm, what I'm wanting to do. And then he gets there, he takes, he d- does a couple of stabs and he's like, I've got my fix and now I'm just exhausted. I'm a little bit hungry. And, but you got to feel for that lady. How terrified would you be <laughs> making this, getting this dude, the tangerines? Well, would you have given it, would you have given him food? Hell yes. I'd give it, I'd give him the bloody keys to the car as well. Alrighty. Next news story. Four African men. Why? 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 I'm going, going around the grounds. Why? This is part of the story. They're from Nigeria. Very relevant to the story, actually. Okay. Four Nigerian men have been on a so a cargo ship leaving Nigeria. They thought it was going to Europe. Right. But they don't actually have tickets. They sat on the front of the cargo ship down the bottom. Okay. So like... They snuck on. Yeah. Right. So surely we can get an image... Um, so yeah, so these four guys are sitting there at the front of the ship for 14 days okay. exposed to the water. So, and they're seeing like sharks and whales and they've got no protection. End up with having... Well, it's a bloody cargo ship. It's not like the freaking sharks are going to be jumping 50 meters. No, no, but if you, if there's a big wave... Isn't the ship meant to, uh, isn't the captain meant to be at the... Can't he see the bow? Is it the bow? Uh, yeah, I think it is the bow. The bow's at the front? Yeah. Can't he? I feel like the bow's at the back. Yeah. Okay. So he can see the. Surely he can see the bow. The bow. I'm just imagining these four men, humans on this earth. Who cares about where they're from? Going, um, like holding it, just going like this, sitting down. Yeah, they they they're basically just like yeah, squashed all next to each other. Right. So, uh, and then and look, it had no reference to the why why not them being Nigerian. So that's really on you, Lloyd. And I got to say, bringing race into the show no is way. not what we are about here at the Tosser Podcast. Do not even pin that on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after 10 days, they didn't have any water okay. or food. Right. So they were just relying on the, uh, the big old ocean. Right. So what's the, where's the Nigeria? That's where they, ca- that's where they were c- coming from. Right. Because there's so much political unrest and now we're getting too political. 
All right, well, we're dropping that story. Okay, all right, so next story. This one's my favorite. Yeah. Okay, so it's happened about a week ago. Um, four blokes broken out of prison. They've done the old trusty, put the clothes in the uh, under the blankets, and they've escaped. Brilliant. So I want to know right. if you, like, you you end up going to prison, right? Okay. What what would what would you actually end up going for the prison for? Do you reckon? I could see like it have it being like negligence, like something to do with my taxes. Okay. All right. What? What do you want? You no. want me to say freaking get him undies and and like cut an old grandma? <laughs> Is that what you want me to say? <laughs> okay. Well, that's that that that's a yeah, that's a fair answer, I guess. Okay. Well, come um, on. Where are we going? But yeah, yeah. So so they so two of them ended up getting caught. Right. One of them killed himself, and the other one's still on the loose. But my, so my, my next question is, yeah, you're in prison, right? You've done your tax, okay? Okay. <laughs> how long, how long, like, when is the point where you go, all right, this is worth getting out for? Uh, you or mean, trying to escape, trying to escape. So you're trying to escape with dude, your mates. I don't think I would ever try. What's the point? Well, if you've got life, then you've got nothing to live for. I've, obviously, uh, what? But can you, not, can you not facilitate a good life in prison? Look, it's in this world of life, it's you and your thoughts, right? Mm. And they stay with you wherever you go. So if you, if you get on a good relationship with them, I think you can have a good life, regardless of your surroundings. You could be in prison, but you could be somewhere completely different in the world. So you, so you would never risk trying to leave, escape jail? In 2023, let's say 2033, when mm. it catches up to me, think about the scrutiny. Think about the CCTV cameras where they got now. Think about what it's going to be like in 10 years when the pigeons, uh, there's, there's those pigeons running around with the cameras in. It's a theory. <laughs> no, I don't think I would ever, I don't, I, if I got life for tax, by the way, what the hell oh, am I doing? Yeah. Oh, what the hell am I That's doing? I killed the tax man or something. <laughs> but if it was um, life, then, then no, probably, um, no, I think I'd just have to freaking, it's a, it's a tragic story, by the way. Every single one of these, Tragic. One still tragedy, he's, tragedy. He's, he's still on the loose. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Well, it makes it an exciting story, I guess. That's true. That's true. Can I ask, what, where, where, where'd you, where'd you uh, source no, these? I don't, I don't give out that okay. uh, information. Was it like funnynews.com? It certainly wasn't that. No. All right. No. All right. And the last one is very relevant. I like it. Um, to today. Yeah, please. And is going huge across social media. Wow. The Chinese bear. Okay. Why? Have you not seen... Why does have, it have to have that in front of the bear? Because it's <laughs> in China. So, okay, we definitely, definitely need a clip of the bear. Yes, I've seen the bear. Okay, so do you think it's a bear? Or, I don't know. Or do you think it's a person? I actually fucking don't know. I, I think it's got to be... What bear just stands up and waves like that? And it's like sometimes I swear you can see something bulging out of its neck. That looks like a head. And, and the back of the calves, like all the wrinkles and stuff. I haven't seen. But, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, man. 
now that I know that they're Chinese, I can, I can, I can, I can say they make they make a hell of a bear because that thing looks pretty darn real, <laughs> like the costume itself. Would you agree or would you I disagree? Would, I, I would one hundred percent agree. Um, how many people do you reckon are going to see this bear at the zoo now because of the story? Oh my god! On a day, I didn't even think of that on a daily basis. It's a gr- dude, 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 dude. Maybe it's a marketing plan. I 100% think it is. Really? I genuinely think it is. That's genius if so. 100%. And it's not a very big person, can I just say. If the head is at its neck, it's not a very big person. No. It's not a very big bear either. No. So who is the person? <laughs> That's what I want to know. So how many people do you reckon oh, are going to see sorry. this? So it's, only, um, it's a zoo. It's not that many people, but... I think now the, the bear's getting 5,000 people a day. 20,000 people oh are going to see this Godfather. bear. That's incredible. That's incredible. That is truly incredible. So so we think that the bear's fake. Well, no, you think the bear's real. Sorry, we think the bear's... No, we, I think the bear's fake. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah bear's fake. I think the bear looks real. I think if it had a more proportioned human within that bear, it could be... It could be more so like a big stocky guy. Ah, uh, short stocky guy. Short. Somewhere where it's not going to freaking, maybe big stocky guy. Yeah, maybe big yeah, stocky guy. Yeah, match the description of a bear, I guess. <laughs> well, I want to thank you. I think this is going to be a long one because I like some of the content in it. But look, if you've been, if you've gotten here this far, uh, why don't you check us out on the Patreon? Exclusive. We've got bonus episodes. I've got a bonus episode with Rupert in there. Um, I do daily mini podcasts uh i think most recently i yeah talked about kissing a girl for the first time and how i did it um on an oval as a um grade cricket team we're watching um a romantic very romantic um and we got bonus episodes there uh that don't make the cut but uh no i want to thank you very much for listening to our first aired solo podcast um with producer lloyd so big ups to Lloyd for doing that, man. I appreciate it. Thanks I appreciate it. Daddy. Enjoyed it. And yeah, make sure if you enjoyed this episode, rate it five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And I'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, I reckon we got a kick-ass guess. I can't tell you who. But yeah, stay tuned for that. God bless. Have a good one.